Good morning and welcome to Lopes on Movies. My name is Joey and today I am joined by Connor. Good morning. And returning after quite a long hiatus from the show, we have the one and only Mark. Hello. Hey, Mark. How you doing? It's, uh, it's been a while. You know, we haven't had you on the show in a little while. Yeah. Uh, you know, been around. I watched movies here and there, but now I forget which ones. So it's funny how that happens. Give much you know? of a recap, but uh, yeah, yeah. My birthday weekend. Yay. Oh wow! Is it really? Happy birthday! Wow. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Your birthday is in February. I can never remember the day, but I always remember that it's in February. It's uh, <laughs> tomorrow as of this recording. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. That's yeah. cr- well, everybody wish Mark a happy birthday because yeah. uh, this this is basically his birthday episode. Yep. Um, yep. So that's 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 pretty exciting. That's yeah, great. I mean, you know, we're, we're probably due for a Mark Ketchup episode, so maybe you gotta just uh, remember what you've been watching. And we'll, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll look back over it after this. Yeah, the uh, I my my movie watching this year was very funny because uh, I, I I talked about on the show a lot how in the beginning of the year I decided I was going to see how many movies I could watch without going a day without watching a movie, and I watched a movie every day for two weeks. And I don't think I've seen a single movie since, except for the movie that we're going to talk about. <laughs> you <laughs> fell off, and then you fell off really hard. Yeah, I guess I just burned myself out because I watched so many movies back to back. Oh uh, man! Yeah, but I, I'll I'll get back into it and uh, maybe start another streak over the next uh, next couple of. Yeah, I could stand to probably do uh, the same. Yeah, yeah, I got I got I got to get back to it. It's been a little while. But yeah, I mean, the, what we're going to talk about today is also sort of a a special occasion situation, mm-hmm. um, because um, we're not talking about a new release movie. Although we will have probably some new release movies to talk about in the very near future, um, we are going to talk about an event that the three of us went to in New York City just this past weekend, which uh, was you know a a truly magnanimous event. And the, I guess, the sequel to an event that we talked about on the show yes, uh, around yes. this time last year. So, yeah, I guess uh, I'll, I'll get right into that. It's, it's the Lord of the Rings trilogy with a live orchestra. So the first Lord of the Rings film, Fellowship of the Ring, last year we saw that with a live orchestra at Radio City Music Hall. And this year we saw The Two Towers. And next year, presumably, we will see Return of the King. You would um, think, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they did announce it that it's happening. I mean, everybody knew it was happening. Obviously, like, you're not going <laughs> to stop after the two hours. If they yeah. were like, "Yeah, we sold out this entire weekend, but uh, we're not doing the third one. We got yeah, bored. We're exactly. just not. We're going home." Selling out the entirety of the giant venue that is Radio City Music Hall, and then just being like, "Ah, you know, that's enough. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. think it's enough. Call it quits." But yeah, uh, and yeah. It, was, it was a more harder to get ticket. <laughs> this oh, year? don't we know it? Yeah, we, we were talking about this for the better part of a year, <laughs> like half the year. We, well, well, you, it you, came to fruition yeah. the day Connor, before. <laughs> Connor is 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 very skilled at you know holding out to the last possible moment to get the best possible deal for decent seats. This is you could call it skilled, call it whatever you want. Um, the Connor uh, all, method. The Connor method. All I know about the Connor method is that I told Connor like months ago i don't want to know anything about what you're doing just tell me when when you've bought the tickets and how much i owe you and when it is and uh you know 
<laughs> finally, I knew when it was and how much it was the day before. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow. That was, uh, hey, yeah, it was, hey yeah. a, uh, a wizard is never late, nor is he early. He arrives. You are pretty darn close to being late. (laughs) He arrives precisely when he means to, and and for me, that's buying tickets. Uh, Well, we got there in the end. That's all that matters. We and you know, I always believed. I I always believed it was going to happen. And uh, good seats too. Yeah, our seats were fine. They weren't as good as last year, where we were like basically right up against the strings. Yeah, I'm. Um, I'm still unsure if that was actually better or not though because this year at least we got a good view of the whole orchestra that's true i think that uh cool. that that's definitely the the downside of being too close to the stage but i don't know i I loved being able to see the expressions on the faces of the this the string players and that stuff was as they're turning cool. pages yeah like after, after yeah. they nail it yeah. like they do they do a really good job and everything like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. and it's it is it is something it's something else there's appeal yeah. all over the place in this thing it's oh, a yeah. really really cool event it's just such a neat idea, you know, like I, I think the uh, we probably talked about this last year when we went to the Fellowship of the Ring. But I really mm-hmm. think this is the kind of thing that everybody should experience, the, you know, at least once, because like I, I think it's easy to take music for granted in, in movies sometimes, even m- movies with music as iconic as the Lord of the Rings trilogy. But when you're here actually seeing it being performed by a live orchestra, there's this very very strange feeling that just elevates the entire experience into this like completely unbelievable package like it's surreal yeah you feel like it shouldn't be like you you shouldn't be allowed to be there like it's like you're you're being treated like a king it's very opulent yeah exactly um so i i definitely cannot recommend enough going to this kind of thing and uh i mean this isn't the only like example of doing these kinds of movies with a live orchestra. There's there's other events that I've seen for other movies, um, but I guess the the cool thing with this is that you know you're talking about like filling the entire stage at Radio City Music Hall. It's a, it's such a big orchestra, um, and such a gigantic audience as well. Yeah, that like and it, they even have to have like odd instruments for a few of them i actually it's not like i would be able to name them but you can tell that they had one-offs for like specific songs yeah kind of like silly soloists for the singers Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's it's really incredible and and we were saying like even though that there are other movies that have scores that are worthy of getting this treatment it's hard to think of a better set of movies than the lord of the rings trilogy yeah absolutely this yeah, I mean, to me, it's like, in, in terms of the live orchestra movie thing, it's either the Lord of the Rings trilogy or the original Star Wars trilogy, probably. Yeah. Um, And, like, it, for me, I think the Lord of the Rings trilogy is a slightly more, like, cohesive package than the, uh, the Star Wars original trilogy. Mm-hmm. But I do think that that John Williams music would elevate, like, all of those movies. Yeah. Um, in, in a in a tremendous way seeing that performed live so i i could see that happening as well um honestly i you know it, it wouldn't happen but i think that the uh the music in the prequels is also very good <laughs> so like even though i i, I don't think that Imagine i would want to go but sitting there you know watching. but here's the thing but here's the thing like when you uh, the thing that i like about this is that even these oh, movies man. on their own are so good just what watching them you know score no score mm-hmm. the score obviously enhances them tremendously but mm-hmm. at this at the shows the it's the orchestra that that is the focal point 
you know, yeah. like they, they take center stage. Like they they do a good job of like mixing the the audio from the movie so that it's kind of it's not as loud as it would be. So the mix is, mm-hmm. is good. So you're hearing the orchestra ahead of, mm-hmm. you know, whatever else sound effects, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. dialogue. Uh, so I think I might actually be down for a uh, Phantom Menace. Uh, <laughs> what if it, you want to hear I most of well, well, you get that duel of the fates. You like know? That duel of the fates is so good. That's a, that's uh, a good tune. I mean, that's, that's a real good tune. That's about the main event for that. I'm not yeah, so I mean, sure can, about the like, rest of the well, movie. Well, look, look. You know, <laughs> I don't. I don't think you understand though. Like, if you're sitting there in the theater for the Phantom Menace and the Duel of the Fates finally kicks in, like you're popping off. Like, are That's you kidding like me? The, you know how you have concerts where you go where you only really like one song by the uh, <laughs> by the artist, and and they're they're not exactly a one hit wonder, but for whatever reason, there's like no connection to the rest of the mm-hmm. songs that they play. And so you sit there, and nobody else is really having a good time either. They're all just kind of waiting. The oh, band knows on. it too. Oh, come on! You're being too. a little bit. You're being a little. They're, extreme. they're waiting for that one song, and then <laughs> after an hour and a half, it happens, and you're like, "Man, I really did like all that just to get to this, huh?" And then it's over before you know it. I don't know, back man. To I, the songs I, that you don't I, care about. I genuinely think that that seeing Duel of the Fates with a live orchestra <laughs> after the entirety of the Phantom Menace would be a pop off moment. I, I I think that the Star Wars concept might be better served by what we originally thought that this was going to be last year, which was oh, just the score or like like yeah, a suite, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah a, suite. a set yeah, yeah. of the greatest hits of the Lord of the Rings music, which yeah. would have been perfectly fine. Oh yeah, yeah. Totally. This is so much better in in that sense for the Lord of the Rings and and what this is, but for Star Wars, I would have a harder sell on that. Sure, personally. sure, sure. Yeah. All right, they should do back. the let, entire let, let, series. They should include one. the Christmas special too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's selling out Radio City Musical. Hey, maybe it is. It would I don't be know. Really funny. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, all right, moving yeah. on. Yeah, so the 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 thing that's that's so cool about this is that you you and I guess the thing that I find interesting is that you'll be getting invested in the story of the movie and you're just watching it as if it's a movie then you look down and you're like, "Oh yeah, there's you know, like a 100 something people performing that, this music." That's almost the like, only minus yeah. I had because the movie is so engrossing and it's so good yeah. and it's very long so you can't help but end up getting really really invested into it. And then it's like, "Wait a second, I'm hearing all this music live." I yeah, think I right. said this last time, but it's really very bizarre. Well, that was the thing that, that blew my mind at the end of this screening, where like as the credits started coming up, a lot of people were getting up to leave. They just and I'm left. Like, what? What are you? What, you know, there's still a lot of music left. Do, do you like, not it's... understand what you're at? Like, <laughs> yeah, you like I'm here just for the fact that there was the movie play. Like, yeah, I can't imagine it as like though they just went to a movie screening. Yeah, that seems so weird, is. right? In because you defense, spent all this money. Like, what are you doing? You here, know? Here's the thing: it was a very long show though it was it was late it was it was was pretty long but at the same time that's like leaving before the encore yeah right of a concert right you know it's like (laughs) it's true but but this is part of the package but think about this so the two towers is like three hours yeah it wasn't and 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 there's intermission 
There wasn't an intermission. But that's like a 10 extra minute thing that you're just going to relax and wait for the rest of the... Your regular concert is probably... You know, I, look, I, I I completely agree with you guys, but I but it was late. Like we got back at like one o'clock, I think. Mm. For uh, it was late. Yeah, it was late. I get it. I, I get it. It was late, but like you know, you show some respect to the orchestra. I don't know. I mean, it's yeah, it's not like you just paid. Like, you know, you didn't just pay fifteen dollars for a movie you be ticket. You paid something, yeah. you know, to see this. So, yeah. That's true. I thought it was a good crowd though. Like and the oh, same thing crowd. with the first oh, one absolutely. where like everything like there's lots of good points where there's like a, a every character gets their their first introduction and there's a cheer for them but or like yeah. certain certain Except like for epic... poor Gollum, nobody cheered for Gollum. oh no yes, they did <laughs> only me only me <laughs> no one no one cheered for saruman even though i think christopher <laughs> lee's performance in the two towers is just so good it's so good People cheered for every character when they, they did first but came i on i, 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 I not remember as much not for, the as loud for the bad guys yeah, yeah. which maybe that's they, they love uh legolas and and oh, aragorn yeah. of course oh yeah obviously there's no, yeah. There's no I, doubt the there, uh the, the one thing that they one. cheered at that that i felt like embarrassed about but but only because like i spent too much time on the internet there's a couple is, of them yeah they all cheered when aragorn kicks the helmet and and screams because that's like an ongoing bit that everybody knows that he broke his toe when he did that because they saw that in the special features. So that's something that like, it's one of those dumb Twitter things that'll go around every so often where would be like, hey, hey, are you okay? You didn't tell me that Aragorn actually broke his toe when we watched that scene in the two towers. Right. So, uh, so it's like that always goes viral on Twitter every couple of months. So like I knew that, you're, that when uh, everybody started laughing about that, they were all looking to their significant others being like, ha, 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 did you know he broke his toe in that scene? It's oh, like, ah, I get it. I get it. Yes, I know. Nobody say right. it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that, that's probably worse than the Isengard one. The Isengard one was was I forgot about that, and then when when Legolas said they're taking the hobbits to Isengard, like the eyes rolled so far in the back of my head. Um, every everybody yeah. laughed at yeah. that. Yeah, but that's like that's that is so ancient. That is like such an ancient. That's meme. why I respect it. But that's, you, that's, yeah, that's, that's I think that's a deep cut. At that yeah. point, that's, and, and that's then, like just like in Fellowship. There, of course, you're going to get the huge moment where it's uh, one does not simply with yeah, Boromir, obviously, like, you're yeah, gonna get, you yeah. can't but, help but, that. But you're going to get the meme moments. How iconic are these movies that you that they're like? There's several it's, moments it's, it's in so each great. of them. Yeah, I forgot how many were in this movie. There was also the like cloak drop with Gandalf, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so on and so on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah so totally. we, we were to. We were talking about a lot of uh, this during, you know, d- during watching it, that we weren't sure, or at least I know we were kind of discussing like, is the two towers as as good, or is it like this is a clear middle chapter? Does it not hold up with the, you know, the, the greatness of the Fellowship of the Ring, or like the, I think it's brilliant personally. Yeah. I think it's awesome, and you know, the tone. I haven't watched this in years. The tone that they keep in this movie is so perfect because it's such a yeah. heavy and high mm-hmm. stakes thing. But there's lots of slapstick, goofy stuff like the like the Gandalf winking at at the rest of the guys. <laughs> yeah. Like when, that was when very good. It's there's but there's so much of that too. Or just in like you're laughing at how evil mm-hmm. over the top like Christopher Lee playing Saruman is like He's hamming it up so great. But Grima Wormtongue is great too. Grima Wormtongue, like and and like think about the character names. Grima Wormtongue is yeah, a great one character of, name. You know, like it's it's it nails like the perfect tone 
for this. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like they're the characters are taking themselves seriously. Like they're not. It's not wink. Like when Gandalf's winking, they're we. It's not winking at the camera. Like mm-hmm. you know something nowadays would do, which would annoy me. Not taking the plot seriously, but it's perfect for the overall feel for the whole thing. That's mm-hmm. why I think it it's paced so well. Well, even think- though it is long, it, like. I didn't, it didn't feel, it doesn't feel long. Yeah, it know? doesn't I feel agree. long. I, I totally and I, agree. I think one of you mentioned, and I think this might contribute to the whole overall feeling of consistency, that the movies were all filmed in one very long shoot. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think, to a large degree, it's almost as though they're really one continuous, giant movie Mm-hmm. And and actually, this is something I don't know how much you wanted to talk about or not, but it really resonated with me in terms of, man, prestige television actually took not minor influence from a series like this. Oh, sure. Um, yeah. Not, uh, I mean, Game of Thrones being the obvious one, but mm-hmm. um, just just to the idea of having this sweeping epic across... Essentially, if you count the uh, extended editions, 12 hours of footage. Yeah, it can, yeah. It can be a lot. Yeah. yeah, it can definitely be a lot. All right. Which is can effectively I... the length of one of these prestige of the shows, television yeah, special basically. series. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. can, can I be a hater for a second? You guys oh, are going to no. roll, you, oh. you guys are gonna roll your eyes oh, so no. much. Joey's right. taking the hobbits to Isengard. You, you're you're going you're gonna, to you know, hate me for this. I think... The the Legolas Gimli banter is a little bit too much. I think I think it's like it it's okay, but I think that it crosses a line where it's like, all right, I've had enough of this. Maybe when you it's know. in the middle of battles and they're <laughs> getting yeah. actively like, 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 like murdered. The the the, er, <laughs> the orc counting is funny, of course it is, but I I I guess I just don't get the. Uh, like, like I, I want Gimli to be a little bit less of just pure comic relief. Yeah, you know? he did. He did strike me like, as a bit overly indexed yeah. on the comic relief side of things. Like, I, I just need a like. It's just a little bit too much. It's a little bit out of balance. It's not that it's bad because I like the stupid stuff. I like the mm-hmm. goofy stuff. I think that stuff is is good and is very important to the tone of these movies. It's just you know, there's there's always a an important balance to strike with it. And I guess the like the grimness of this Helm's Deep situation where like just just moments yeah, before the, Legolas was like insistent that everyone was going to die. Yeah, they're, and now they're he's facing like, down you know, like yeah. an army ten thousand strong. Yeah, and they now they're just like laughing to each other. Like eight hundred to a thousand people and most of them are untrained. Yeah. And they're pretty much ready to like face down the fact that all of them are gonna die, and the yeah. women and children are gonna get slaughtered. And here's Gimli being like, "Oh, I'm gonna get my body cut off." He's chopping <laughs> yeah. away at people. It's like yeah. I just, you I know, I, I it's a little bit but, too much, but just I a think, little bit. I think it's it's part. They probably did that just for what you're saying that it's such a heavy moment that they need a little more levity to kind of yeah. balance it out. I think they gave like, it too much. And gave, you think they gave it too much? Little, okay. Just a little, a little bit too much. That That's that's like my, my I main I mean, we know pick. they're going to pull yeah. through at the end of the day. So it's Yeah, okay. sure. And I mean, for me, like, I, I still very firmly believe that Fellowship of the Ring is the best one. Um, and this didn't really change my mind. The, I think the, uh, 
one thing that it's definitely true that they did film all these movies back to back to back. Um, but there also was an evolution in the filmmaking style as that happened because they did, it's not like they filmed the scenes out of sequence. Like they did film, like from, from my understanding, they did film like each movie one after the other. And as they went along and Jackson got more comfortable with the digital technology, a lot more visual effects shots showed up. Yeah, I think that's somewhat one. true. And then, uh, obviously, they big they, time they, in Return of the King. Obviously, the, the the film was shot not in exact order of everything that's happening, but like the but the individual yeah, films were were shot like yeah. like in like obviously it was in sequence, but they were each individual film was finished before they went on to the next one. Um, mm-hmm. In terms of like the 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 production shoot, not the edit, but the shoot. Um, so like there there is a sense of progression in the styles of these movies where I do think that the Fellowship of the Ring is the most grounded one. Um, whereas as, as these movies went on, like th- this movie's structure is a little bit amorphous also because it's got that middle movie thing where like they they do a good job like making it build to something where you have this big Helm's Deep mm-hmm. um, situation. Um, but there definitely is less of a sense of like like of the. A, a very clear storytelling structure in this one and the ending of this were as just being like a cliffhanger of like oh maybe you know like with Gollum and and the I mean like it 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 has a little bit less of that like like to me the ending of this one doesn't feel as just immediately powerful I, I want a counterpoint of that the fellowship but the entire Saruman plot is pretty critical through both oh yeah of the t- first two movies and he's definitely built up as like a really reasonably, you know, meaningful villain in and of himself. No, you're right. And, and I so think that, him uh, being the main bad guy through this movie makes sense. It's yeah, like I think that's a good thing. Plot. I think that's a good thing. You're right. I, I yeah. think it almost makes me wonder because I've always personally felt that the Fellowship of the Ring is better, not the extended edition. Like the extended edition is good, but I've always felt that the pacing feels better in the, the theatrical cut of the mm-hmm. Fellowship of the Ring. This one, I almost wonder if the extended edition is probably better, just because it feels like there are like little pieces missing that would help make certain things that happen in the story feel a little bit more like motivated. Um, like, like there's some stuff with uh, with uh, Faramir that feels like it happens a little bit quickly. Um, I think that like Saruman's defeat also, not that it, it comes out of nowhere because you see where it's coming from, but it's like from two different fronts we see him like lose in like the blink of an eye and it's like i i, I just wanted to see a little bit more of the build-up to all of these things so um, i think like it's, so. it's it's interesting so it's it's clearly they all they made plans for all of them together so i i actually just watched the extended cut in, in multiple sessions for the fellowship and now i'm starting the two towers they're set up for saruman's ultimate demise in the extended version of the of fellowship oh that's really not, yeah like talking like his his orcs come to him and, and are, are telling him like yeah we need more wood we're not, we're not gonna be able to burn the fire to get all the all the machines working and, and mm-hmm. saruman makes a very clear point go into fangorn forest and tear it all up like it mm. which sets up more of like what ends up happening in the right with the, the two towers which with, yeah. with the ents who upon seeing all of that devastation you know Go and decide to fight take, back instead yeah, of it decide. just being a thing that happened off screen at some point mm-hmm. right yeah. so it's a little yeah. more like you, you you see it so there's things like that but i i, I do know what you're saying too then there's some scenes in the extended editions that are just like 
totally unnecessary. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that doesn't anything. Yeah. Like, I think that's the thing with the extended cuts that's like, it's so hard to get them right because it's either you're either getting scenes that were left out of the theatrical because the theatrical was too long and they needed to cut it down just for like distribu distribution purposes, or mm -hmm. you're getting things that were added in because they were cool and the fans wanted to see them. Yep. Whereas like those things don't really help the movie feel better paced, but the other things do. So you need to have both. So you end up with a movie that has some things that are better and some things that probably should have been left that out. Were meant um, to actually be trimmed. Yeah. So yeah. it's 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 hard to balance an extended cut in a way that feels like a better movie. I think. Um, but I I could see this one in particular really benefiting from a little bit more time on certain things, even though it is a long movie. Um, yeah, that's but, the main problem. Yeah. Otherwise, you're going to end up with a part one and part two situation. Yeah, you don't know want how that. that goes when it comes yeah, yeah. to uh Yeah, and it's already kind of difficult to adapt these stories because I think they did such a great job of doing it in that Yeah. Mark, I think you were reading the reading the books like mm -hmm. or at least have in the past yeah. know, couple of years. Yeah. Or uh they're not they're not there's two the first half and the second half of the book are following the the story of where the fellowship breaks off. Mm -hmm. So you're following like Aragorn, Gimli, and Legolas and then you have the Sam and Frodo and Gollum storyline that yeah. they, that are told in like first half, second half, but for the film, they've they they cut it all together, and then yeah. there's certain it's parts of instead. yeah, yep. and there's there's parts that they had to cut from or or take from from the Return of the King or, or from the Two Towers and put it in the Return of the King just for the pacing to make sense. So yeah. I think and I think they did a really good job of that too. They in did. Order to, yeah. to be able to do it. It's Ultimately, a really like operation. Yeah. Everything I'm talking about here is like the the task of making movies out of these stories and doing it well is so monumentally difficult that the fact that they did it as well as they did really is one of like the the great success stories in movies. So if there is like a little bit of of messiness here and there, especially in the the uh, the last two movies. Um, two towers and return of the king that's okay you know <laughs> i forgive them for anything because these movies are so unbelievably good and uh like I, and i was i was saying this like to, to you guys i feel like these are like the last really really great iconic blockbuster movies you know with yeah, like everything on that and... every package everything about them is so iconic and perfect and yeah. like and and culture defining and great where you have just like world-class music world-class filmmaking um and for for like a mass appeal blockbuster film like we have not had that since the lord of the rings i, I feel like um, I every other attempt couldn't just, think of anything yeah, like, else since. yeah like there's always like a, a little asterisk next to like everything else and like people will say like po possibly the marvel cinematic universe but i don't think that that stuff has the same like like filmmaking chops or especially like score music chops. It doesn't feel like the full package yeah. like it, it feels like it's missing something you know like it's definitely and obviously that stuff is like you know, it's it's tied into the whole Disney brand, you know, <laughs> multimedia empire. So it has a, it just feels a little bit more fraudulent in that sense. But the, uh, the these Lord of the Rings movies are just great movies. You know, like they're just as their own product of what what they are. Just three great, great, great iconic films um, at that scale. Like it's it's hard to believe that they ever existed at all, and. Uh, you know, we're, we're we're lucky to have them, and it's a, it's a shame that like ever since you know whenever whenever the Return of the King came out, what like two thousand three or something like that. Yeah, like, mm -hmm. it, it's been a long time. Like we 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 haven't really not had 
anything in uh, in mainstream film culture that approaches that level of like blockbuster scale, as well as just being like iconic, incredible films. So, no. it, yeah, I, I don't know. It's 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 one no, of those things yeah. we have to cherish. I really like <laughs> that. Really, I, really, I really like that Rohir, Rohan theme in this, where you have where, with the the first violin player, like who would always yeah, be the yeah. one do, doing the lead on on that part. Yep, uh, yep, yep. And I, it's there's something about seeing with the full orchestra that kind of you get the themes of like every film. Like Fellowship definitely had its distinct like the Shire theme mixed in with yeah. the yep. Fellowship theme, and you and you yep. that's grounded through the whole thing, and you you yep. remember that. And then when they they sprinkle it in throughout these next two films, it's like it brings you back to there like the, yeah, yeah. the beginning. It and ends then, up feeling so nostalgic. It does, it does which yeah. is so masterful. But I feel like you get more out of it when you when you hear it and see it in with an orchestra too and they have that yeah. rohan theme being woven into the whole story of of this yep, one is, yep. is just great obviously and then, helms yeah. and the helms deep scene is is tremendous separate completely separate from music but and then next there. year we'll get the uh, the gondor theme when we see uh <laughs> return of the king so you know what if you're listening to this and you've ever thought of seeing these movies again uh, you know, about a year from now, you'll have the opportunity to go up to New York City and see Return of the King with a live orchestra. Well um, worth it. And I highly recommend checking this this event out because it really is one of the coolest things you could do um, if you're if you're into these movies. So yeah, we will uh, see you next week. Yep. 